with the African National Congress Chairperson Balega Mbete, who is also the Speaker of the National Assembly, calling Economic Freedom Fighters leader Julius Malema a cockroach. Addressing the Northwest ANC's 8th Provincial Congress, she told the gathering that if we don't work, we will continue to have cockroaches like Malema roaming all over the place. And we join on the line now by ANC National Spokesperson Zizi Kodwa to get his views on this. Uh, Mr. Kodwa, thanks for your time this morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning to you and your listeners. Now, what is the ANC's position on what Ms. Mbete is reported to have said? Well, I think firstly, let's not be diverted about what happened in Parliament. Uh, she was speaking as a chairperson of the African National not as a speaker. A lot of things have been said by other parties in Parliament uh, which have characterized the leadership of the ANC outside of Parliament as parties in their own platforms. I think what Chair was trying to describe for the membership of the ANC in that province is difficulties that uh, we face in Parliament, all of us, as a speaker, as a presiding officers, and some of the things that we need to do, including the fact that uh, clearly the disruptions or the failed disruption that we saw were long-planned uh, activity which unfortunately could not succeed to as a plan that the president must discontinue with the state of the nation address between the alliance of the PA and the EFF. Clearly the EFF was used by the Democratic Alliance as a naughty boys to disrupt and the PA to play smarter and work out nicely. But so Mr. Kodwa, you are now doing exactly what you started out saying we should not do. You said she was speaking in her capacity as African National Congress chairperson and not in her capacity as the Speaker of the National Assembly. But you are now blurring the lines between the two. The, the point I'm making is I'm discussing what the statement earlier you asked about the chairperson. I'm now characterizing the events in Parliament, which probably is what precipitated the, the, the statement of the chairperson as she was describing what had happened in Parliament. So are you saying then that there was nothing wrong with her pronouncements labeling uh, an opposition leader a cockroach? The, 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 the description as understood by the chairperson is not used figuratively. Uh, um, I mean, it's not used literally. It's figuratively to describe a certain behavior in, in Parliament. And I think that is the trend that, unfortunately, in Parliament, we have seen most of political parties, the point I made earlier, that we have seen such characterization and description of ANC leaders. Unfortunately, many, many times we have never had opportunity where leaders are made to account about statements that is making public about the ANC leadership. Uh, and, and, and that's a fair point, but that's a different story altogether. Right now, with the focus being on uh, the chairperson of the African National Congress and her specific pronouncements, is the ANC not going to, I mean, come out and condemn uh, those particular pronouncements given the seniority of the chairperson? The point I make is that this statement is made figuratively, and for anybody can interpret it depending politically what you want to understand about the statement. Unless we were to be convinced that literally the, the chairperson meant that another leader of a party was a, a cockroach. And we don't think anybody can be literally be referred to a cockroach unless describing a certain behavior. Mr. Kodwa, I will remind you that um, in 1994 in Rwanda, 
the very same term was used, cockroach, and you had a million people killed in 100 days. And, and I'm not uh, by any means trying to say, you know, that this will equate to that. But just looking at the sort of reaction that that sort of uh, pronouncement can invoke, I mean, surely there is cause for concern. Uh, now Julius Malema says that the ANC chairperson is calling for his assassination based on that particular pronouncement. Well, that comparison is unfair. I think uh, we shouldn't uh, sound as though we're defending certain leaders of other parties. South Africa, that cannot happen. We know, as a matter of fact, we have heard very bizarre statements in in public about not just leaders of the ANC, President Zuma, and many other things similar to those could be asked. Is it not invoking certain, including ugly heads of racism in certain public has never been a public uh, retaliation about those. South Africa is a different country and I think if there is anything that we want to engage politically, let's engage with it. Where people have crossed the line, I think let's engage with it so that we agree that indeed people have crossed the line. I don't think it should exaggerate the statement to suggest that there is a call for assassination or there is a call of, uh, to instill other part- members of another party. And as the African National Congress, your reaction to uh, the jamming of signals at uh, the station, uh, State of the Nation address last Thursday? No, I think we've made a statement on a number of times, including when that issue was realized that we condemned it as the African National Congress with the free flow of information and the freedom of the media. And therefore, we, are, we support the, the decisions and initiatives taken by Parliament to investigate, including the CASA of exactly what happened, who was responsible, if, the, if there was a cage or it was deliberately meant uh, to disallow free flow of information. But of course, linked to that is the whole issue of what had happened in Parliament. I think um, it was not uh, a coincidence, it was a planned activity. We should expect more. I think uh, we should be more worried, rather, uh, by threats from leaders of EFF that they will go back to Parliament armed. Clearly that threat cannot be undermined given the fact that even the disruption itself, it was long pronounced and it happened. Unfortunately, it failed. That is an issue we must be discussing about when members of parliament say, regardless of what had happened, they will go back to parliament armed. And I think parliament must must gear itself for that, and all of us must be ready for that. And that was ANC National Spokesperson Zizi Kodwa uh, uh, talking to us about uh, the pronouncement made by ANC Chairperson Baleka Mbete over the weekend. And, um, of course, some people have labelled what happened last week in Parliament as a sad day for South Africa's democracy. And others have emphasised that uh, the constitutional transgressions on the day need to be attended to rather urgently. And we joined on the line now by leader of the United Democratic Movement, General Bani to Holomisa. Thanks for speaking to us today. Good morning. Thank you. Now, um, you've had at least the weekend, uh, General, to mull over what actually happened. Has the dust settled mm. now since Thursday? I don't think so. I think uh, the Speaker has made things worse. What I would like us to, to, to focus on this today and tomorrow as, as leaders of Parliament is possibly to agree as to how are we going to investigate the incident of uh, last uh, Thursday. Preferably, we should uh, seriously consider appointing a, a, a judicial commission of inquiry uh, to, to, to go through those issues and, uh, and make sure that uh, 
there are findings which would uh, guide Parliament in future not to repeat what has happened because there are areas where I think the government has not played the ball. For instance, this is talking about a thing which was planned by the opposition or EFF. But equally so, it looks like the evidence which is coming up now in the media at least is that uh, the government even planned as if they were going to go to to the war. So we need to look into that. The issue of the speaker is unfortunate uh, that she made those remarks. It has actually reinforced our argument that uh, she is very biased. For that, I would suggest that she should recuse herself for this debate uh, until further notice. Or alternatively, the opposition parties must seriously consider interdicting her not to participate in this sauna. Uh, otherwise, it's going to be worse. A lot has been said about uh, the behavior of uh, the presiding officers and also of the security uh, forces in Parliament. But what about uh, the behavior of uh, the EFF, uh, General Holomisa? What did you make of that? I think all of us, we were witnessing the the EFF's uh, uh, position. They stood up and quoted sections of the rules which empowered them to speak on. At that stage, when the speaker called for security, for the security to come in, there was no threat to anybody's uh, life or to, uh, to, to property. But just because they had planned this, I'm sure you saw even the speaker, she would answer a read verbatim the reaction as if somebody is asking a, a question or uh, is raising a point of order yet the person was asking a different question altogether but she would go to her script so they rehearsed now you hear that they also brought these uh, monsters called security we don't even know them that's why i'm saying let's have a judicial commission of inquiry We're going to leave it there for now. And thank you so much for your time this morning. Uh, That was uh, General Bantu Holomisa, leader of the United Democratic Movement. And trying to make uh, even more sense of uh, these going on as a political analyst, Dr. Somadota Fikeni. Thanks for joining us. Now, a lot has been said and it's ongoing. Tomorrow and Wednesday, there will be the debate of the State of the Nation Address. What's your take on all of this? think that over the years what we've seen is the weakening of the party as an institution across the board, both the ANC and the opposition parties, and the rise of individuals, therefore personalization of politics. Whatever experiences that Mr. Malema and his colleagues got from the ANC, they blame the ANC leadership, and in particular President Jacob Zuma. And therefore... Their struggle and focus on him has been quite consistent. And they found the Nganza matter, which has been delayed for a long time, as the rallying point which resonates with other opposition parties. On the other side, ANC and ANC leadership has rallied to defend its leader.
And in that process, sometimes even forgetting the bigger picture of its program. And therefore, that became the nature of politics in Parliament. Even the Speaker, increasingly the question of her role as the party leader, where she is invited to come and pronounce on how to deal with the opposition, and again coming back to be a Speaker. That will prove to be very tricky over time. And she too may start believing that she is targeted and as such her response will also be very personal in a sense. And, and you know, speaking of uh, the personal uh, personalization of politics, um, it has become quite a spectacle. And what do you do now with these problems of politics, emotions and spectacle, Prof? It will take a leadership that will deal with both the political, the psychosocial, and the administrative issues all at the same time and rise above and say what is in the interest of the nation. For example, on the Nganda matter, I do think that it would be quite a powerful gesture to say whatever is happening and the processes. Let's have a multi-party forum that will learn from this process and design new rules guiding the security upgrade for current and future leaders such that any potential for abuse is removed. Also creating space for more dialogue, even outside parliament, for the ruling party and the opposition or else you'll see a degenerative state of politics which will make public more uh, antagonistic towards politicians in general if this continues. UDM leader uh, General Bantu Walumisa speaking uh, just before you, he says that uh, they would look as the opposition parties perhaps at asking for a commission, a judicial commission of inquiry. What's your take on that? Well, I do think that on issues such as the jamming of cell phones and perhaps some of the incidents, it will save the political parties to get something that looks a lot more neutral in the investigation because if you have the same tussle where parties sometimes using their numbers or using their opposition positions, will actually engage in this process, then you won't have an end to the process at all. And you'll just see parties going to courts to deal with issues uh, which are political. And that may lead in the long run to judicial fatigue when they deal with issues of political nature, when in fact they should be dealing with the administration of justice and other issues.